This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Plato. A bit later in the hour, the bird flu. This highly pathogenic strain is ripping through flocks, especially poultry. And now it's making its way into mammals. So just how worried should we be? We'll be talking to scientists monitoring the current outbreak. But first, we are quickly approaching summer, and I'm thinking about how to keep my body cool. I do the linen shirt, the wide-brimmed hat, wear some shorts. But you know what I wonder about? My hair. Does hair play a part in keeping you cool? Turns out it does. According to a fascinating new study, it depends on your type of hair. Curly hair. Curly locks are better than straight hair at keeping your scalp cool. But why? Well, we'll be answering that and taking your questions. Give us a call. Our number is 844-724-8255, 844-SCI-TALK, or tweet us at SciFry. Do you have curly hair? Do you notice your head staying cooler in the sun than your straight-haired friends? Are you curious about the evolutionary benefits of curly hair? We want to hear from you. 844-724-8255-844-SCI-TALK or tweet us at SciFry. Joining me now to help answer these questions and more is my guest, Dr. Tina Lassisi, incoming assistant professor in anthropology at the University of Michigan. She joins us from Los Angeles. Welcome to Science Friday. Hi, Ira. How are you doing? Nice to have you. Fine, I am. Thank you. I'm doing well. To start off, I want to talk a little bit about the experimental setup you used to, to come to this conclusion. You used a mannequin named Newton. Man- mm-hmm. Three different wigs, right? That's right. Tell me about a little more how, how you designed this experiment. Okay, well, I have to do, give credit where credit is due. And uh, I was working with some great people, some uh, thermal engineers and physiologists at Loughborough University who work in the field of environmental ergonomics. So they're very used to asking questions about how uh, different fabrics affect our ability to uh, cool down or to stay warm. And they have these climate controlled chambers where they have a wind tunnel where they put Newton and usually put different clothes on him. But what I decided to do was put a bunch of different wigs on Newton and see what that did in terms of heat transfer. And what made you think about doing that? Did you wonder about that yourself? Absolutely. So um, I've been wondering about uh, curly hair since I first uh, started learning about human evolution in undergrad. And I I always wonder like, you know, why why does it exist? Why do I have it? And what would the evolutionary benefit be of it? Because if you think of most mammals, right. most mammals have straight hair, right. Right? right? And there's a couple of them that have crimped hair, if you're thinking about sheep. And then we have a lot of very special looking dogs that we have bred to look all kinds of ways, including <laughs> poodles. Um, and I personally have a poodle and they have hair that is you know, kind of curly, right. but it's nowhere near that texture that you see in tightly coiled hair like a lot of people of African descent have and some Southeast Asian people have. So I was very curious about why evolution decided, okay, now's the time for me to come up with something new. Right, and we have photos of Newton and man- the mannequin at uh, sciencefriday.com slash curls if our listeners want to see it. Now, now, as I mentioned at the top, the curliest hair kept the mannequin's head the coolest. Did you figure out why that was? So we have an under or we ha- have a guess about why that should be happening. And a lot of that has to do with work that's been done on mammals before. So a lot of research on mammalian coats uh, shows that if you have a 
deep coat, like a, a very long coat counterintuitively, that can keep you cooler in solar radiation. And that's because the amount of radiation that reaches the skin is much less than if you had a shorter coat because it basically bounces off the different hair fibers. Uh -huh. um, but the added benefit that we have with curly human hair is that you're also able to um, lose much more heat. So usually with a thick fur coat, you have a trade-off. You minimize how much you're overheating from the sun, but you also can't really get rid of as much heat. And with human curly hair, we have this um, one-way mirror effect where basically we're able to minimize how much heat is coming in without minimizing how much heat we can lose, which is perfect if you are out in the dry savanna and, you know, a biped who is just trying to evolve with their big brain. <laughs> Get it. You also looked at the role of sweat in helping people cool down and found something interesting. Yes. So... Newton, unfortunately, can't sweat yet, Not but yet. what we did, <laughs> uh, what we did is we made his scalp wet and then put the um, wigs on top of it to simulate what it would be like to evaporate sweat from the scalp. And we basically wanted to understand how that would be influenced by different hair. And unsurprisingly, if you have no hair on your head, it's really easy to evaporate all of that sweat because there's no barrier. And so you get to that hotter temperature sooner, that water or sweat evaporates and you cool down. Um, but the thing is, you need to cool down because a naked scalp or a bald scalp, however you wanna call it, it overheats a lot more. So what we know is that with curly hair, basically the hair is keeping you so cool that it's kind of getting in the way of that sweat evaporating optimally. Wow. So people with, uh, who, you know, a lot of people shave their heads now, right? They have to watch out. That's true. I mean, I myself decided to cut my hair very short. And yes, I would say now that I don't have all of that protection anymore, the main thing I learned from my experiments is Please, people out there who do not have any hair by choice or by uh, nature, wear a hat. Wear a hat, wear a hat please. Wear a hat. That's good. There's also a study to test how much hair affects sweating. They had men go outside mm -hmm. in the sun with hair, then shave it off. Yes, there's this really cool study uh, that was done in Brazil, I believe, where they had a bunch of uh, men do exercise out in the sun um, with their hair, and then they repeated those same exercises uh, after shaving their hair off. And what they found is that all of their physiological markers stayed the same with the exception of how much they were sweating. So the men, after they shaved their heads, were sweating a lot more. And what you can infer from that is if the body temperature is the same, but you need to sweat more uh, once your hair is shaved off, that is telling you that the body is probably compensating by sweating more, which kind of adds to our results and says, okay, well, if you're able to keep your head cool, you don't need to sweat as much, which right. means you save water. It is, it, I'm just going to throw this out because I just thought about it. If, if you have a bald head and you're sweating, are you sweating more to cool yourself off? Does your body know there's a place it could release the heat through your head? I don't know if it's so much about knowing. Um, and that's where you know future research is going to be really interesting and exciting. But my suspicion is that it just has to do with 
all your physiological responses yeah. are because of what your brain is able to tell your body. And if your head is overheating, then your brain is going to say, okay, guys, we're overheating. We need to cool down. And so it makes sense to me that if the head is overheating, that is going to give that signal very quickly of we need to start sweating. Yeah. Let's talk about the curly versus straight hair study. What, what surprised you most about that, about the results? <laughs> So what surprised me most was the um, extent of the effect. I didn't expect it to be so dramatic. I had some personal anecdotal experience of, you know, hanging out with a straight haired friend who happened to touch my hair while we were out in the sun entirely with consent and almost burned their hand on it and they said ow it's like no. so hot are you not overheating and i was like i don't feel anything <laughs> them on the other hand with their super straight hair like you know they were they were they were suffering they were struggling wow. so i kind of knew that there would be some difference but to just to illustrate how much the difference was we ran all the experiments and we ran the curliest wig first and then the naked uh, scalp and then we ran like the moderately curled wig and then we ran it with straight hair and we actually had to redo all of our experiments at a lower temperature because the straight haired wig made the scalp overheat so much that we couldn't measure the temperature differences that we needed for our results Wow, off the needle, off the off the <laughs> pin the needle, as we used to say. Uh, here's a tweet from Rachel from Rochester. Says her curly hair keeps her hot, not cool. But then Stasi from Lake Mary, Florida, says, "I want to know: Will curly hair keep me hotter in cold weather?" I mean, the good news. That there. is a great question, um, and the answer is no, which also gives us an interesting, um, you know, possible hypothesis to explore in terms of humans who lived in very cold places. So our current working hypothesis is that our ancestors, last common ancestors of all humans, had tightly curled hair and dark skin. And then once they started leaving the continent, adapting to different places, it may have been the case that in addition to adapting their skin color, they had to adapt their hair because they actually had to stay warm instead of staying cool. Well, it seems like if curly hair has lots of benefits, why, why did some people evolve to have straight hair? Well, because you're gonna lose a lot of heat, right? So right. straight hair is very good at keeping that heat in. And also just from a genetics perspective, if there's no pressure to keep curly hair, then mm. you can have all kinds of variation evolve. And what we think happened is that this was really important as humans were growing their bigger brains, but once they had those big brains, they could use them and each other's support to come up with ways of avoiding overheating that didn't require them to be out in the sun. Hmm. Now, I know that researchers have documented that darker skin color is related to the amount UV radiation they soak in. People from hotter, sunnier places tend to have darker skin tones, but curly hair seems not to evenly match up here. That is correct. What's going on? So that's something that I noticed from the beginning because my advisor, Nina Jablonski, she'd done all of this work on skin color, which inspired me. And I noticed that with hair, we don't have the same patterns. You have people in really hot places uh, like the Amazon who have, you know, stick straight hair in some places in Asia as well. And basically that supports this idea of there isn't a pressure. There may have been a pressure early on and natural selection acted uh -huh. on it once it was the, you know, the, our common ancestor that needed to grow that bigger brain, but afterwards it just wasn't a selective pressure. And on top of that, the curly hair only works if the source of heat is solar radiation. If you're talking about ambient temperature, having no hair is the best because right. any barrier between you and the environment, especially if it's humid, 
yeah, you're out of That's luck. That's it. Well, we're, we're out of time, Dr. Lassisi. Thank you for taking time to be with us today. Thanks for having me. Dr. Tina Lassisi, incoming assistant professor in anthropology at the University of Michigan.